she's actually helping you become a better human being, becoming a better man, becoming right. a better partner, a better spouse, a better husband. And again, right. there's no downside to that. Nope. But for dudes, for guys. That's hard. It's scary. The most fragile thing on the planet is a male ego. We don't want to look weak. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, Practical Ways to Rebuild Trust with Your Spouse. That'll work. Thank you. That's the one. This episode is actually in response to a specific question someone wrote in to us at right. our email, which again... Anyone can do if you have a specific issue in your marriage that you're wanting help with. Email paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com and we'll make a podcast just like we're doing right now. But this person wrote in and to summarize the situation, he is in a new relationship. Um, He is divorced and he has two kids. It looks like two teenage kids and uh, the woman that he is in a relationship now also has a older child from a previous relationship but they're running into some issues around um, prioritizing so the way he kind of summarized it is is he keeps kind of prioritizing his ex-wife over his his new partner right now and that's causing some problems right understandably so the question he writes is i need help to show my partner that she can trust me she's asked me to tell her how i'm going to show her that she can trust me and i can't think of any real examples where this will help i can say things like i'm going to listen to you and i'm going to understand you or i'm going to respect you or next time i'll do what i said i will do and follow through but these are just words and not real actions right so what are real actions what are practical things that either a a, a husband or a wife can do that will actually go towards rebuilding trust. Right. Really, this this is a really difficult situation. When you're in just a a normal relationship with someone and you've lost trust with them Mm -hmm. and you have to try to rebuild that, that's hard enough. But when you are in a relationship and you have um, children involved and an ex involved that you you can't just... completely sever yourself from that there there's relationship that happens and and so it's really difficult to figure find that balance and so this is a really tricky and hard situation to be put in because you want to prioritize your the your 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 son your daughter your 14 year old whatever it is right and you you also want to make sure that the person that you're with now knows that you love them and you care about them yeah. and they're important too. And and that's that can be very difficult to figure out how to divide yourself yeah. in all of that. So yeah. I have a standing rule that I tell every client who comes in who's in a similar situation, which is when there are minor children involved, kids who are not legally adults yet, mm-hmm. um, they actually take precedent because right. they actually can't provide for themselves in some way. They can't put a roof over their head. They can't put meal on the table. Um And so we are still called as adults to care for them and to prioritize right. them over our own needs. And that can be difficult, especially in blended families where there is two conflicting family systems, an old family system, an old Mm -hmm. family system, and then this new family system that's all together. It can get really confusing. And you're right. There isn't a lot of simple, easy answers. But when you can sit and have a conversation like this and say, 
I still have to interact with my ex-wife because we have children together, minor children, and we still have to co-parent together. And there's going to be times when my my son or my daughter's needs take, take precedent over yours. That's not because I don't love you. It's not because I don't care about you, but because they are children, I am still called. That, that is my first priority. And I made that commitment 14, 16, right. 12 years ago when I had them. And I have to follow through on that before I make a greater promise to someone else. Exactly. That kind of clarifies your your first priorities. Right. Now, that's when you prioritize the kids and that's appropriate. The difficult part is, is you might actually have to defer when you are co-parenting with, a, with, an, with an ex-spouse. Because their needs as parents, not as spouses, but as parents, right. might actually get in the way of your new relationship. Again, it's a complicated situation, but because you have to maintain good relationship with them, you have to co-parent together, you have to make decisions together. Sometimes those situations do actually trump current current relationships. And again, whoever you're in a relationship with has to understand that that is what right. they are signing up for. They're not signing up for a single person with no kids. Right. They're signing up for a person who already has pre-existing commitments. Now, again, that's kind of a baseline kind of rule of thumb. Anyone can get that out of balance and now they are when the when their ex-spouse is having personal problems that have nothing to do with the kids, have right. nothing to do with parenting, and you are still prioritizing them over your current relationship, now we have an issue. Now there's a problem. Or, or the other um, thing that could happen too is where um, you always bend towards what your ex wants right as opposed to a, a healthy healthy balance it's like okay well i can't say no because yeah i feel bad exactly. or you know i have to say yes i have to do this yeah. and, and that's not a healthy response either it's probably rooted in um a fear which i know really 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 well um and that was the fear of disappointing people mm -hmm. i was terrified to disappoint somebody right and it came out with you and me when we first got married. And again, I was torn between what you wanted and what my mom wanted. Right. And there came a point where we had to have a conversation with my parents. And I said, Mom, Dad, I still love you, but I am now married. And my first priority is going to be Shannon, my wife. And that means um, I'm going to probably end up disappointing you. And I don't do that because I, I don't hate you, but because I can't be torn anymore. Right. That might need to be a conversation that needs to happen. So again, in, in the request we got in the email here, what are practical things, what are real things someone, this this guy can do to communicate to his new partner that, that she's a priority? Schedule that conversation where everyone is together. Exactly. All three of you are in the room. You, your ex-wife, and your new partner. And you have to have a conversation real similar to that, which is... I want to treat you kindly. I want to treat you respectfully. I want to co-parent with you well. I, I want us to, to, to continue to care for our children fantastic together. But everything else beyond that, I am going to actually have to prioritize, you know, my new partner over here. And that means I might end up disappointing you in some way. And that's hard for me to say, but I want you to know that that's what I have to do for, for my own health and for my own respect of this new partner. Right. That's a big, huge, giant monster step to take. And it might scare the crap out of people hearing that step. Right. But the minute you do it, there's no more ambiguity. 
There's no more confusion. And, and everyone's on the same page. Everyone's on the same page. Now, again, everyone might not like it. This is assuming that you have um, good relationships and, with your ex spouse. Right, I was going to say an amicable relationship. Sometimes there is an amicable relationship with them. You have to be able to do, you need to have that conversation with your new partner and then put work, put actions behind that. So again, right. that comes into anytime you make a decision and you get that text, you get that phone call from your ex-spouse before you reply to it. You bring it to your new partner and go, here's what she's asking of me. I want you to know this is where I'm being drawn right now. And I want to make sure I respond in the best way that's going to honor you the best. Right. If you, if you bring all communication to your new partner first, over and over and over again, now she understands, oh, he actually cares. He, he's thinking about me. He, right. he, wants to, he, he wants to honor me, even though he's in a, in a difficult situation right. over here. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then finally, and almost more importantly, one of the biggest things this guy can do for his new partner is having this very honest conversation with her, which sits down with her and says, you are right. I have been prioritizing my ex-wife over you. That's got to hurt really, really bad. Yeah. I have screwed up. I haven't honored you correctly. Um, you haven't been treated the right way. I think it's because I'm afraid of this, Whatever this, or this. Is. I'm afraid of conflict. I'm afraid of disappointing. I'm afraid of making things worse. Uh, I have no idea what to say to her. She's scared. Whatever that is. You as a man have to become honest about your feelings, the deep down feelings. Right. The real feelings that are in there. Um, and start to offer that to your new partner. Because when you offer the real issue, the deep core feelings, rather than just a, a surface response, mm -hmm. that actually builds intimacy, that builds trust. Right. Because you are making yourself vulnerable. And when and, you make yourself vulnerable, that always builds trust. Right. And and there's a good chance that that your partner will say, oh, that makes sense. I yep. get it. Yep. What can I do to help? Right. And then you're working as a team. And then the next time you get a text or that phone voicemail from your ex, you go back to her and go, okay, right now, here's the issue. She wants me to do this, but that's not the issue. I'm afraid of this again. I'm afraid of disappointing. I'm afraid right. of hurting. She's re-triggered this in me. Now, I want to make sure I behave differently. I want to have better decisions here. Maybe you can help me with this. You're now prioritizing your new partner, and she's actually helping you become a better human being, becoming a better man, becoming right. a better partner, a better spouse, a better husband. Right. Again, there's no downside to that. Nope. But for dudes, for guys. That's hard. It's scary. The most fragile thing on the planet is a male ego. We don't want to look weak. Right. And yet when I look weak around you. Oh, it just makes me love you so much. Because well, I don't see it as weakness. You see it as weakness. There you go. I there don't you see go. it as weakness. Yeah. I see it as courage and strength. But also vulnerability and connection and intimacy. Yes. I, it's me actually putting myself in a, in a lower position that says, I trust you with me. Right. And you rise to the occasion and you're honored by that. Yes, absolutely. So those are the two things I would do. Again, kind of talk about the core issues. That's the second thing. The first thing is have that sit down conversation with both people and, and be really clear about the expectations, even if that's a hard conversation. Right. But it makes, it makes things easier for you and you're no longer stuck in a catch-22. Right. This, this one might also be good for um, having having an elephant in the room. 
Yes. What do you mean? We we have this elephant. We call him um, Howard. Howard the coward that we've had for a very long time that we got. It's a stuffed elephant. A stuffed elephant, yes, that we got so that when hard conversations needed to happen, if it was too scary to talk about, we could get it out and Howard the Coward would be there and then we would know that there was a conversation. It actually had started. Sometimes if you have... um, An object? An object, yes. Tangible something. Something tangible that will help you to remember to to have those conversations and to do those things because it's real easy to talk about it, try it once, and then go back to your old ways. But if you have something tangible that you can see or that your partner or your spouse can see that can be brought out. It represents. That's why people wear rings when they get married. It's It's an object that says, here's what this means. So yeah, I think it's a great idea. Go buy an elephant, find a stuffed animal, find a little figurine, find a poster, find whatever, put it in the house. Right. And now, whenever that's there, it is... It's a constant is, reminder. This is what it means. I'm going to prioritize you over my ex-wife. Right. And even if that's hard, I'm going to have you help me get better at that. Yeah. That's a good one. I like it. Thanks. It's a great idea. That's why I have elephants all over my office. That's why you give little counselor. tiny elephants to that's your clients. why I give elephants and away. And why we give them away at our anyway. workshops. Anyway, I hope this is helpful. Uh, this is a very specific situation, again, that... Um, We hope it brings a little bit of clarity. If you have a specific issue that you would like to have us talk about and kind of work through together, uh, you're welcome to email us, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com. And our hope is to provide real answers to real problems in real time. Yeah. So that your marriage can get really better. Really better. Really better. (laughs) I talk good English. That's me. Anyway. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We are your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, Practical Ways to Rebuild Trust with Your Spouse. That was terrible. <laughs> Try it again. How do you emphasize the word rebuild? That's hard. Practical Ways to Rebuild Trust with Your Spouse. To rebuild trust. To rebuild. Practical Ways to Rebuild Trust. Rebuild trust. Okay. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, Practical Ways to Rebuild...